0: Hey there. Welcome to the In between. You know we talked about having different music for the second year of doing this, but Yeah. That's and we're gonna eventually at some point. Yeah.
1: A um, remix. All those all the all the people are going, "It's been a year. Why haven't they changed
0: the music?" Yeah, that's
2: what
1: they're saying. I don't think that's
0: what they're saying. <laughs> they're like, "It's been a year. Why are they still Why doing are they this?" are still
1: doing it.
0: <laughs> Give up already. Oh my gosh.
2: Send us a message if you enjoy the music we or if you want it. it to change. Info we at Southspring.org.
0: Get it. Okay. Yeah. Good morning, Woodchuck Chuckers. <laughs>
2: um,
0: so uh we are we're gonna take um just just a tiny break this um this Sunday from uh first Peter and we are going to talk about um Uh, we're going to have a devoted Sunday, first of all. Right. And we're going to actually talk about family dedication. Um, and it's not going to be Chris leg. It is going to be Chris Sheridan. That's right. We're all just finding out about. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. That's my bad. whole lot of fun. Um, I'm not just finding out about it. I've known about it for days. Chris is (laughs) is even
2: keeled. This is (laughs) no
1: No, big deal for Chris.
0: No big deal at all. In case y'all thought that we were like planning things out months in advance, that's just not accurate. If
1: I haven't made it clear enough how replaceable I think of myself, <laughs> yeah. this should make it that that's I'm not I'm not being falsely modest when I say that. Not like y'all need to change anything because it's going to be somebody not, else <laughs> for thirty minutes. He's not being <laughs> falsely
0: modest. He is being a little delusional though, because <laughs> he's the only one who thinks of it that way, and everybody else is like, uh, "What's going on?" But anyway, listen—it's just a
1: different talking head for those thirty minutes. Yeah, sure, like, that doesn't
0: change anything for the rest of you. That's what it is, Chris. You're right, absolutely. Paul's agreeing with me over there. Sure, <laughs> that's why he's not saying anything. <laughs> doesn't want to be on record. On record, yeah. <laughs>
2: he's watching Netflix right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Speaking of replaceable, yeah. <laughs> um, so we're in case you don't know, a devoted Sunday is when we actually look at. Uh, um, we we look at three things. We look at uh, baptism. Um, we look at family dedication, and we look at communion. Um, and two of those are um, sacraments of the church. The baptism and communion are are two or the Lord's Supper, however you whatever you want to refer to it as. Um, two of those are actual sacraments, um, but um, family dedication is is our inclusion of family dedication in these Sundays actually has a lot to do with why we call them devoted Sundays. Um, because, uh, you know, at, at one point, whenever we first, we first started thinking about doing this, I think, I think at one point we were talking about calling them sacrament Sundays. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but we, just, we decided not to, I'm really, honestly, I'm a little bit personally hazy
1: on my theology of sacraments. So I, that's part of staying away from that. Is I just don't want to have that official statement of mm. these are sacraments and these aren't. And the church yeah. has never the the church capital T capital C has always a disagreement over what should count as absolutely sacrament mm-hmm. and what isn't. And so and this and this I don't is, have I don't have the time to research it to the point where I feel like I can have a
0: and I would say this isn't a, a leg on the trampoline. So
1: and that's exactly probably which things you call sacrament probably it, that there are and that certain ones have to be should be I would. Tend to say probably are pretty darn important,
0: but yeah.
3: Jumping mm-hmm. on Sunday when we had baptisms, that's why I said the institution, institution, mm-hmm. go, institution, go. or ordinance, mm-hmm. ordinance, because mm-hmm. um, it
1: clearly is ordained by God. Right. It is instituted by God. Yeah, it is commanded, instructed, encouraged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know where that line crosses over into like in my mind that needs to, it needs to equate with God's instruction to the priests about what they wore and when they wore it like it needs to be the same thing like do it this hey no I'm not kidding here this way mm-hmm. and that's why I'm so hesitant with calling it I, I'm admitting something here that
3: cuz really when it's referred <laughs> to when it's called the sacrament what it is specifically referring to is the conveyance of God's grace yeah, to an right. individual and so in the Roman Catholic Church and this is where Eastern Orthodoxy it kind of moved away from was the Roman right. Catholic Church then called that that expression then was the expression of grace as in salvation. Right. And so that the idea that this institution, the participation in this institution or the priest that would be giving this, you know, sacrament would be conveying God's grace to that individual for their salvation. Conveying actually like conveying, giving. Yeah. yeah giving, mm-hmm. Giving. And so you, you don't receive last rites if you're, and then not be saved. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter what your confession is at that point, you receive it then you're saved. And so that's, that's the idea. And now, whereas, you know, the Eastern Orthodox Orthodox church would not say that the participation in baptism or the participation in the Lord's supper isn't a participation in God's grace. This is still his institution. This is still a grace he has given. This is grace upon grace an immeasurable mm-hmm. uh, unsurpassing grace. Mm-hmm. But, but to say that, that it's salvific grace, even without the participation of faith, is where it, it breaks down. And so we can say, yeah, well, certainly, the, you know, somebody's probably experiencing God's good graces when they are, obey him mm-hmm. in following after the institution of baptism. Or they're experiencing the graces of God in what he's doing in their sanctification by participating in a communal setting and having the Lord's Supper. Are they then taking bread and wine and then now having faith conveyed to them through grace, even though they've never acknowledged Jesus as Lord and Savior, well, Paul makes it pretty clear that that's actually a really dangerous thing. Right, right. And that is not the case, that you're not receiving salvation through this institution.
0: Sorry, Paul, I'm smirking over here because I'm, I'm picturing the Nacho Libre scene where he, have you seen Nacho Libre? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah nope. I have. The, I Paul hasn't, I'm sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> The scene where Nacho Libre uh, baptizes his friend. yes. His his friend uh, does not uh, in in this Jack Black's character is a is a priest and his friend is um, uh, an atheist and he says that he just believes in he doesn't believe in God he just believes in science um, and uh, <laughs> right. so uh, and he's worried at, at that he has not p- been baptized <laughs> he is worried that he has not been I don't know why you have not been baptized I don't know why you don't I just believe in science anyway and so he uh, he like. He likes sneak attack baptizes them. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. And I was like, Man, if that was all we had to do, <laughs> yeah. brother. Yeah. Evangelism <laughs> training courses would look a whole lot. L- yeah, they would they true. would be wrestlers. That'd be just exactly be, right. Just be running around with a super soaker. Hilarious. But <laughs> that's that, right.
2: I mean, and that's why we do take specific time just from like not being here for that long right and hearing the verbiage of this is there's nothing special about this water. There's nothing special about this bread. This is this is not what saves you. We are celebrating the grace that has been given to us. It is not inherently special. Yes, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah.
1: It, it because of the way we're engaging with it. This is actually uh Keeling and I have regular John Keeling and I have regular uh you know over yeah. debates over John
0: Keeling is who we should have on this podcast every time we do it. Maybe he's on campus right yeah. now. Yeah,
1: exactly. He would he would love to fight with me about this, but uh uh like I I told him like you, you referenced, uh, Paul just referenced how the Apostle Paul has that aspect with communion. He and I have that conversation about numerous things. Are there sacred spaces? Mm-hmm. Like is the is the great room sacred? Like right now, when there's no one in it just sitting over there, is it sacred? Well, I mean, there's a sense in which it's set apart, but is it sacred the way he, like the temple was sacred or the way the the holy of holies was sacred or whatever. i can tell
0: you not with the way we use it and and i would you say, can look at the church uh, the chairs being rearranged <laughs> on a regular basis and and know we, that it's we clearly don't follow it is rules, not set it. apart
3: i thought you were going to make a reference to the homeschool dance we hosted I, oh yeah, we, yeah no that absolutely you
0: up for i thing. would say no but that 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 it was, was a probably a dance. little more holy than than <laughs> yeah, most exactly. Sunday mornings. Yeah, yeah. That
1: was probably so. And they even were, though they were dressed as hippies, it was the hippie celebration dance. Whatever. But but <laughs> what I believe is is that it it is made sacred by the presence of the believers, the body of believers, because because the temple, the sacred space is now us. And I, I think that's clearly taught. We are now the sacred space. We are where the, the invisible creation touches the visible creation. We are the temple of the of Okay, the holy my Spirit. only question
0: about that, though, is the, is the Holy Spirit is what makes us holy, is what makes us...
1: Well, just like anything sacred, we were declared the temple. Right. So that's what makes us... By yes. the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Okay. And the declaration. I mean, we could be indwelled yeah. by the Holy Spirit, I guess, and not be the temple. I, I would think the Old Testament people in, mm-hmm. who were, who were indwelt with the Holy Spirit were not temples. Right. I I don't know that. I could be wrong about that. I just don't think we have enough information to make the claim. But but we have been declared since the resurrection of Jesus Christ the temple of the Holy Spirit. His right. Family, his children.
0: No. It's why it's why everything that you do is worship. Right. Um, that's right. Uh, but um, it, it, what I was saying, I guess, inside of that is that yep. like um, I'm not sure that we are the only. Um, the, I don't. I don't think that you can make the leap. Then that we are the only thing that's. I agree. Holy. I agree. So, so the, you know, you. I I think it's worth. I think it's worth having that conversation with one. with Keeling every single time. It's <laughs> it's fantastic, and he is. Uh, yeah, we probably pull each other nearer the truth when we debate it. I love John because, like, John is um, uh, like I like to think of myself as uh as John. <laughs> as a john but no john is really john no I, I he 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 just like he's he's not he's got views that are different but it's not because he just like convinced himself of something he's so well read and he's so well um educated and he does not just like uh sit on you know what somebody else has said he actually researches and and forms these um uh viewpoints himself and I just I we are just yep. so blessed to have both him and Bo in our in our church. Oh yeah.
1: Well it is a so the question of so for example when we say that baptism is a sacrament and, and that's the traditional Baptist view is that baptism and communion or the Lord's Supper are right. the only two official sacraments. Um but again and the
3: Catholic church would add if seven total last
0: rites and confirmation. Yeah.
3: Uh, marriage, confession, and then uh, holy orders and anointing of the sick—I think—is what yep. encompasses last rites.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So, there you go.
0: <laughs> yeah, and but I mean, I, I'd, and, I'd, and which, I can see
3: the argument: why marriage?
1: Why you would argue marriage yeah. is a sacrament? Like, I totally see that, and I could see making the case for it. And so that's because it's feel for ignorant. holiness,
0: not happiness.
1: That's um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, among other things, but yeah.
0: You remember when that was like the thing? Like that was the. Like it was right around when Lori and I were getting, right before Lori and I got married. It was like, no, it's for holiness, not happiness. Yeah, and I was like, you're kind of raining on our parade here, like,
1: <laughs> and making a false dichotomy. I mean,
0: yeah, don't, don't yeah, do that because you can't be happy and holy. No, no. no, those
1: two things. If you're having fun, you're probably sinning. Cut that out. <laughs> anyway,
0: <ass>. stop it. <laughs> Back to the dance. <laughs> Back to the dance. We
2: keep coming full circle on this one.
1: That's great. Um, so this Sunday we're we're we've asked uh Chris to focus attention on uh the family dedication yeah by ask I mean like just ask yeah just just told him this Um, this really a lot of this comes down to the fact that my calendar was wrong so you're you now know how the sausage is being made here and the answer is not well by me my calendar was just wrong I'm not
0: sure any sausage is like well made you know what I'm saying that's (laughs) kind of the point of sausage Well,
2: we could debate that
0: I'm not saying it's not delicious (laughs) I'm just saying like this is not prime rib (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: <laughs> you don't
1: make prime rib to sausage that's for sure mm-hmm. so there you go
0: and yeah. i feel like what we so what we
3: declare when we're doing family dedication again Probably comparing back, back to the <laughs> back onto the seven sacraments of the roman catholic church it's somewhere really kind of a not so much the confirmation even though there's aspects of it when it comes to the communal setting because when we ask everybody to affirm right um, what is being done that that really happens in the confirmation, but then it's also more of what happens in the baptism in the Catholic church. Um, That it, you know, then is what they would say of like taking a a younger infant, you know, potentially infant baptism and then giving that grace of salvation to them. Of course, that's not what we're doing, but we are taking our infant and making, or these young children and we're, we're making a pledge. Um, But really it's not a pledge that the infants doing anything or has much of a part of Mm-mm. it's the expression in the commitment level from the family and then from the ultimate
0: family in the church right Which just why we started calling them family dedications they were baby dedications, baby dedications and then they were uh parental dedications and now we call them family dedications because it, it, it really is a, a dedication of not only um an individual whole family but okay. the, the the family of the church and in recognizing what our role is inside of this um, smaller unit um, mm. of the of the individual families of our church I, I I that's that's why we do this at the same time this is that's why we do this um, on the same Sundays as uh, um, taking the Lord's Supper and um, baptism and in a way it, it, it what I really love about it is it shows like the full um, the full Christian life, um, Mm -hmm. in, in, in just a, like just snapshots, just three, three snapshots, um, that could be taken, you know, any, at any point in your life of, um, a family declaring that we have, we have this child, we are going to raise them as Deuteronomy six says, um, to, uh, love the Lord, their God with all their heart, with all their soul and with all their strength. We are going to, we're going to show them how to do that. Um, and we are going to, uh, um, point them toward following Jesus and, and that, um, coming from a, a resurrected life, um, in that we see in baptism. That's, that's, uh, following him not only into death of ourselves, but also into a resurrected life, um, And that all done by the um, uh, communion with him and fellowship with his um, body in the taking of communion.
3: Um, And I think, again, that's why we read Deuteronomy 6 every time. is because we we have this main Christian aim um, presented that is there, is that that we may fear the Lord our God. And that's the ultimate Mm -hmm. command of the Christian life. And then, Uh, How that plays out then is presented by keeping his statutes. So it's the faith and obedience, keeping his statutes. Which he calls love. mm -hmm, And his commands, which I've commanded you all the days of your life. And then the process of which it was designed was that we would fear the Lord your God, both us and our sons and our sons' sons. That this is a generational Mm -hmm. understanding that that the family designed, the unit of the family is designed to pass the fear of the Lord by following his commands. Which is again, that's again what the family dedication is.
0: Yeah. And, and what we talked about a few weeks ago, I don't, I don't remember what week exactly it was where we were talking about. um, I said something about how the, the um, Christian walk is not supposed to be a hereditary thing. And what I meant was it's not something that like you don't become a Christian because your father's a Christian but what you said, Paul, is right. absolutely supposed to be a hereditary thing, meaning it's supposed to be passed down from father to son, um and daughter. Um yeah, you're no more a Christian born in America, born it it's not a nationalism right.
3: thing, it's not a last name thing. It, it yeah. But yet there is a sense of in this how this is supposed to be played out and worked, then yeah. not to the re- recipient, but to the almost the giver. Right. You should be held in that responsibility. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it, is, it is that. Yeah. You know. Yep.
0: Yeah. And it's, that's not, that's not a small thing. It's a big thing.
3: But that, that is a,
1: it is a, and I liked the point you made and and unpacking it's a good idea. That's a lot of people in the world don't think of it that way. You're a Jew because you're born Jewish. You're Muslim Mm -hmm. because you're born Muslim. And the vast majority of the world, they think of us as Christians because Because we're we're born in America Mm -hmm. and because we're born to Christian parents. And, and the, the, in fact, one of the most weird aspects of every every version of either what's called fundamental religion um, or, uh, or just foundational religion is the idea that it's something you have to be, a, you choose to be a part of. And so the difference between a cultural Christian and a Christian is going to be, am I a Christian because of my culture? Am I a Christian because of where I live? Am I a Christian because of my first name? That's not actually a Christian. And, that, and being a Christian because you were born to a Christian family or you were born in Tyler, Texas, isn't, or born a member of a church, isn't going to right. do it. That doesn't make you a Christian. Mm-hmm. And that's also true. There is cultural Muslim, cultural Islam, and cultural Judaism, mm-hmm. and they make the same mistake. And that's how you can – one of the ways you can tell is that the they're called by different names, practicing Jews or conservative Jews or conservative Muslims or whatever their religion is. hmm is that there's always that wing of the religion is, nope, sorry, you don't get to be a part of this just because you were born into it. <laughs> that becomes so confusing in some areas, like in Judaism, that that the word means both a ethnicity and a religion, mm-hmm. and that's something that Christianity has always had to work to avoid. It's actually one of the reasons. I've said before, if I ever do write a doctoral thesis, I have a couple of different topics that are interesting to me, and one of them would be, how did how did the early church so quickly begin baptizing infants and thinking that was a good idea? Um, and I've read some of the real the basic stuff, but I mean these were these were serious theologians mm-hmm. and serious students of the Bible, and somehow still came away with the idea that baptism was meant to uh, make, make you a member of the church more than anything else, and then mm-hmm. pretty quickly after that to absolve you of the sin of Adam of the consequences of the sin of Adam which is, I mean, it really feels to me like you're just making something up at that point when you look mm-hmm. at the Scripture. But they equated it to circumcision.
3: Yep, I was going it's the <clears throat> baptism became, the, in their minds, the New Testament role of what circumcision did to the Old Covenant.
1: Which I don't, again, I, I don't, mm-hmm. just don't see that. I know there's one passage that, that puts them in the same passage, but I, I do not feel like it's, it doesn't make the case. I feel like you're, they were stretching the passage. And it's hard for me to say, like, yeah, the church fathers, eighteen hundred years ago. I get this better than they did. That's that. This that feels incredibly arrogant, but I don't. I just don't see it. I don't understand how they made that fully. And that would be interesting to understand. And and how much of that was moving away from the Jewish practices. <clears throat> I don't know. Anyway, it's a tough. It's tough, but it is intriguing.
0: Well, it has. I mean, in my mind, it <clears throat> there's there's almost like a power vacuum there. It feels like to me that. Paul was so adamant that circumcision is not a Christian yep, necessity. Right. It's not a. It's not. So they almost said it's not a place. Christian thing. It's not that being circumcised has anything. It doesn't have anything to do with being a Christian. Right, circumcision doesn't Even of itself. Um, right, circumcision Flesh. of the heart. Of the, yeah,
1: yeah, that, exactly.
3: because yeah. right. that's what we run into in Colossians two. Where again, I mean, it's Paul himself is yeah. writing. In him, you are also circumcised, putting off the sinful nature, not with a circumcision done by the hands of men but with a circumcision done by Christ, having been buried with him in baptism and raised with him through the power of God who raised him from the dead. So this is the link that Chris was referring to. Of right. like, if this is where the church fathers get this, this is a circumcision done by Christ. And then this tag on having been buried with him in baptism and raised through him through the power, faith in, in the power of God, raised him from the dead, is that this then was their link of saying, nope, it's no longer circumcision of the hands of men, now it's a circumcision done by Christ, and that comes to the institution of baptism. Was the early argument?
0: Yeah, and I—I I mean, honestly, I don't—I don't know that we've ever, uh, in at least in my, um, uh in the way that it was explained to me. I don't know that we've ever uh, that I have ever um, strayed from that, because I do. Like when when you become a Christian, the first act of obedience is baptism right um or at least that that's the way that it was portrayed to me the first at, your first act of obedience yep. is A very early when at least is uh is baptism and so um that's that's why that's why i got baptized that's why i you know whatever is that that's what we're supposed to do is go you know be <laughs> Um, identify with Christ in His death and resurrection. Go, yep. go, do that. And when you become a Jew, <laughs> the first in the first eight days of your life, you're uh, uh, whatever. And so I, I, I understand why they make that like, oh, well, that that's that. But we don't, we don't become Christians the way that Jews became Jews. Right, and, that,
3: but, and and, that's exactly it. So it isn't that in verse 12 of Colossians 2 that circumcision is being replaced by baptism. It is rather in the train of thought that it baptism follows circumcision. So it's not baptism replaces circumcision, but baptism is the next step that follows circumcision. Mm-hmm. That this isn't a circumcision done by the hands of God, I mean the hands of man, meaning- On your flesh. Now you're a Jew, and yep. you're, now you're part of the people of God. Rather, it's faith in God. Um, this is the circumcision done by Christ. That is our response to him in faith makes us a part of His family. Now we're a part of his family. So then what do you do as a part of his family? You do the same thing he did to make to give you the the option of faith, mm-hmm. which is buried in baptism and raised to him to walk in the newness of life. So it's the responsive part after, yep. I think, the circumcision done by Christ, the spiritual circumcision done by Christ.
0: Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. There's a lot.
1: Oh yeah. What one, one of the ironies is by the way that they do the Jewish uh the Jewish practice was also to immerse in a ritual bath the baby.
0: Yeah, I mean and they so, did mikvahs all the time. Right. For a so, lot of different things. Every time you went on the Temple Mount. Right,
1: yeah. yeah. Every time he went on the Temple Mount and times of of ritual impurity, all types of marriage. Things. Yep. So it's a I don't know again it's a it's a curious thing back to our original conversation the idea that we say these are that two of these traditionally it's safe we feel safe saying these are sacraments and we discuss the rest of it they're all part of the instruction of scripture and the instruction of the spirit in us is to is to be baptized and to make that intentional decision that testimony as we're going to get to in first Peter that it's it is not just the immersion in water it is the rights, the right conscience, having Mm -hmm. a clear conscience, that we do take care of and raise up our families the way God has instructed us to, um, that we do remember the Lord through his supper. Um, And these are, these are important and they're so important that we always, when we take the time to do them, we want to take the time and talk about them and understand them. And a little bit of this in the church, in our church here at South Spring is because many of us were raised in churches where we did these things without ever being told being why being told why and what they were. And so I just years ago, long before I ever considered being a pastor, I had in my brain We're gonna talk mean, about if I ever why. got to make this decision, I would I would take the whole Sunday and talk about these things.
0: Yeah, but there's a lot of things that you were like, I'm on I'm we're gonna talk about why.
1: <laughs> That's right. Why is a it just matters. So
0: anyway, there you go. Good. Yeah. About that time? Yeah. We're going to look forward to hearing from Chris about um, being dedicated to following Jesus.